Hello and welcome everybody. Episode number 25 of the Barton Community College Cougar Clockcast. Alex Hanneke here with you and joining me on the, on the Clockcast, our newest head coach on the Hill, head men's basketball coach Jeremy Combs. And Coach, thanks for having us on today and the floor is all yours for the first question. Just tell us a little bit about yourself, uh, your background, your coaching philosophy and coming here to Barton. Yeah, well first thanks for having me. Um, you know, been around the league for a long time, grew up in Kansas and, and, and watched the Jayhawk basketball as I grew up. And obviously Barton and the Hutches of the world have always been, you know, the places you've always wanted to be and watched and things like that. And, uh, you know, so excited to be here. But um, spent 14 years, my past 14 years at uh, Neosho County Community College, which, uh, you know, was my first head coaching job. And, and uh, uh, I'll always bleed a little bit of orange, but but very excited to be here obviously this is a, a definitely another level uh, as far as uh, a program goes but uh, uh, was it Pratt for two years uh, Highland for a couple years um, was it Nichols State down in Louisiana Division One school where I played for a year uh, spent some time in the professional leagues for three years and uh, coached at Brown Mackey for three years as well and then uh, started out and did one season as a uh, high school basketball coach so been around a little bit a lot of it's been in Kansas um, except for my little stint down to uh, uh, Nickel State in Thibodeau Louisiana but other than that I've been in Kansas and you've only been in Great Bend for a few weeks but so far what do you like about like, like about town I, I, I mean everything everything about the town's great the people have been amazing um, obviously being on campus uh, is where I spent most of my time we're trying to get some stuff going and get get thing get the ball rolling but uh the people on campus are amazing, and, and just life here is a lot easier, I could tell you, than it, than it was at Neosho. There's a lot of things that, that I had my hands in and had to do over there that I just don't have to do here. You mentioned being at Neosho County the past 14 years, uh, and, and this year we had a plethora of head coaching openings in the Jayhawk Conference. At one time, with the Barton job, we also had the Hutchinson Blue Dragons job opening, uh, we had Garden City, Seward County, Northwest Tech Clyde, uh, County Community. I'm sure there are quite a few more that were out there that I just didn't know of at the time. Yeah. Alongside the, the head coaching position for the Barton Cougars, with all of the, the jobs that were available, what drew you to Barton specifically? Well, I, like I said, it, you know, when you look at uh, uh, junior college basketball, uh, obviously the Kansas Jayhawks, the top in the country, and then when you look at the Jayhawk Conference, you look at Hutch and you look at Barton. And those are the two. This is like, this is like the Duke and KU of basketball. And so, obviously, being being at Barton was has always been a goal. Uh, and then once the opportunity arose, uh, you know, which I didn't honestly. Fletch has been talking about retiring for years, and so uh, I never believed that it was going to happen. And same thing with Eck over at Hutch, and and so uh, you know, Hutch ends up getting Tommy Desalm, and and then uh, obviously I'm here at Barton, but. Uh, uh, you know, it's Tommy and I have had some battles, and now it sounds like with the Hutch Barton rivalry, it'll be, you know, some more good times out there. And, and you, you mentioned, you know, a couple of job changes. We had a bit of a changing of the guard in the Jayhawk Conference, mm -hmm. so to speak, with our head coaching changes. And just a quick run through for our fans of all of the changes we had this year. It's a lot easier to go through the, the uh, teams that didn't make a coaching change in the Jayhawk West, and I'll run through them here real quick. Uh, Dodge City going into year two with. Uh, Jake Williams alongside Pratt with uh, Sean Flynn, I believe year five for him, and then down, uh, excuse me, up at uh, Colby, year three upcoming here for, um, oh geez, his, his, his name blanked on me. <laughs> Brandon, can I get a lifeline here? <laughs> uh, for Rusty Elmer, thank you, Brandon. 
But now here's all the, the names that we have seen change. You come in obviously here for Craig Fletchall, 16 years at the helm uh, with, the, with the Barton Cougars, including a national tournament appearance in 2018, Elite Eight run for him. Alongside uh, at Hutchinson, a head coaching change there as well. Steve Eck retiring after 12 years. Uh, state, uh, not state, national title there with the Blue Dragons. Uh, he'll now be coaching down at Cape Mount Carmel in Wichita. Those are the only retirements that we had in the conference this year. Uh, and Tommy DeSalm takes over for uh, Eck down at the sports arena. Down at, at uh, Garden City, Cole Dewey uh, departing the Bronkbusters team. He's now going to be an assistant at the Division One level for Texas A&M Corpus Christi. And Independence's Bill Morasco will take over after two years at the helm with the Independence Pirates. A couple of departures as well. Northwest Tech's Nathan Padia departed after a few years. Uh, Clarendon assistant Jay Bradley will take over. And then at Seward County, Jason Sauter leaves the program after four years. Williston State College's Riley Hernandez taking over the program. Now to switch over to the East, as we'll have a couple of changes uh, schedule-wise, so the East also comes into play. Just about the same amount of turmoil. Three coaches from the West switching over to the East. You come over from Neosho County. DeSalm comes over from Cali to Hutch, and then Morasco heads to Garden City from Independence. Uh, Cali and uh, Independence both going a little bit with familiar faces. Cali going with Donnie Jackson. He was previously the head coach at NSC Tonkwa, a former assistant under DeSalm. And then at Independence, the only uh, uh, recruit upwards, uh, in a sense, as Justin Mann takes over at the head coaching spot for Independence. Cloud County also looking at a change. Jordan Altman departing from the Thunderbirds program after four years at the helm. And Devin Castro takes over after being the head coach at Southwestern Community College up in Iowa. And then finally, just this weekend, Neosho hiring your successor, Luke McKay, the former University of Texas Rio Grande Valley assistant, uh, taking over for the head coach of the Panthers. And that wraps up the coaching carousel. So after that long plethora of coach, uh, coaching changes that we went through, now we actually have the question. So after all of the changes, what do you look forward to the most in this quote-unquote new look Jayhawk conference that we will be seeing this fall? Well, obviously the coaching changes is going to be an interesting situation, just seeing what different guys do and how they play and different things like that because we're pretty used to what people have done before. Uh, but I can tell you, from my standpoint, being over at Neosho, knowing we were going to go Division II, um, I was kind of jealous sitting back watching the Division Ones go into this power conference that we have where everybody's going to play each other twice. And I kind of wanted to be in the mix of that. Obviously, knowing what we have financially, what we have you know, scholarship-wise over at Neosho, it was the best bet or the best move to move to Division Two, so that you know, at that point we could – try to compete a little bit better on people, you know, against people that had the same budgets. Uh, but I obviously wanted to be on that other side and play play that Division One basketball. And so I, I'm excited to be here, not just to be at Barton also. I, obviously, that's a huge part, but then to be a part of this whole power conference that we have. So it's going to be interesting. It's it's definitely a grind. I think I think that might have a little bit to do with the, t the turnaround, uh, the turnover with the coaches. I think that sometimes guys – get into this and they don't know if the 22 or 24 game conference schedule is is for them um you know because like i said every night's a grind and and uh but i i like it i cherish it i think it's great um i'd sure rather play those guys than play jvs and division two schools and things like that so um i think it just makes us stronger obviously you saw at the national tournament you had three jayhawk schools there 
um, and then two of them playing in the national tournament game. So I think it just it, it tells you how strong this conference is. So I'm ex I'm super excited about all that. And you mentioned that 24-game schedule. Not only Neosho going down to the Division II level, but Allen County also goes down as well. So now the change goes to a 24-game slate. You'll play everybody twice. Uh, and just looking at the season so far, you'll have a few jamborees. And then you start things off with Sterling College JV. You head down to the Hutchinson Classic. You'll take on NOC Tonkawa and Neosho County. So you'll, you'll go up against your former school rather early. And then... You have another JV squad in there with Kansas Wesleyan. And then we have the Barton Cougar Booster Club Classic. Clarendon and McCook come in for the final tune-up before conference play starts November 17th versus Garden City. And then from there, it's a sprint as you take on every Division One school twice over, not just once in the East and then twice for the West is what we've seen in years past. Uh, you kind of mentioned, you know, that super conference there, you know, uh, and looking forward to playing in it. You know, what really excites you the most about playing in that in that style of play here? Well, I think that, again, you know, I, I'd rather play in a close game and, and, and win that close game versus playing a game where you're up 30 winning. Uh, and so, you know, I think, again, just night in and night out, having to prepare your team to make sure we're on edge every single night, knowing exactly what, you know, we're getting ready to face. I think just that whole grind of, of preparing ourselves to play, not just the players, but the, the coaching staff and, and everything. You know, it's just, it, it, it's a fun thing to do. And, and obviously we were cut short this last year with some games and things like that. So, you know, and again, and jumping into a new program, uh, it's going to be exciting for me. It's going to be, you know, something I can throw everything into and, and have a great time doing it. And, and you, you mentioned, you know, with, with that, with kind of that, that grind that comes with the season, You've been, you've been doing the same thing early on with the recruiting uh, trail. You've pretty much got things wrapped up almost, uh, and there have been a few announcements so far. You have three kids from Kansas coming in that I know of at least, mm -hmm. uh, which would be Trey Rolfs from Little River alongside Brennan Broombaugh from Goodland, Kate Scott out of uh, Stanton County. And then alongside that, you bring in um, a guy out of Louisiana. I have forgotten his last name, but his first name, you've got Cinco. Yeah, Cinco Bryant. Uh, Cinco yep. Bryant. So I'm thinking here, you've got Cinco Bryant, you've got Trey Rolls, so you could think that would be Trace. Yep. Do you, are you looking at a guy whose first name was Quattro? No. I, <laughs> no, but i got a couple other Trays. So All right, we'll, we'll make it work. Uh, but no, it's been, uh, you know, we did, we dove into this. I've only been here two weeks and and uh, uh, potentially have one one returner. In Evans, um, you know, we're still trying to work out the details with him, but uh, you know, just going out and getting enough guys, uh, you know, w w there's a ton of guys out there that want to come to Barton and play basketball, and and so we're actually to the point where we're we're trying to decide with our last two scholarships what direction we want to go, and that's a good place to be, and you know, like I said, we did that in in two weeks, and so. Um, you know, I really like the team that we're putting together. We're putting a mixture of Kansas kids out there. Uh, we're going to have some international kids as well. Uh, and then, and then some kids from the United States outside of Kansas. And so, um, you know, like I said, it'll be a good mix of kids. And, and finally here, after all the shakeups that we've seen with the Jayhawk conference this year, all the head coaching changes, all the players moving on, coming in, um, you know, in, in your opinion, from the coaching box, who do you think will be the favorites in the Jayhawk Conference? Where does Barton mix in? Where is you know where do you think Barton's going to compete at? Who are going to be some of Barton's toughest competitors this upcoming year? Well, I think you know obviously we'd be 
we'd be uh, mis- mistaken if we didn't mention Coffeyville, obviously, True, winning yeah, the national the tournament. tournament champions. And uh, obviously with, with Tommy going to Hutch, I mean, Hutch is always a competitor anyway, but now Tommy, who just played in a national tournament, coached in a national tournament, um, you know, so I think he'll he'll bring some stuff. Even though, you know, he had a – he had a, had the team for the last two years, and now he's graduated a bunch of those kids, so he's got to kind of start over. Um, you know, it's you it, 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 you have to put them in there, um, and then I, again, I think we'll be right there in the mix. I, I I have no doubt about it. We've been able to compete with this conference, and and again, I I use that word strongly. Compete. Yeah. Uh, we were we were beating some programs, but then you know the Bartons of the worlds had our had our number, but uh, we were able to compete, and uh, but now that. Uh, you know, I kind of call, I, I kind of talk about Barton being uh, like, like being at Neosho, but on steroids. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so we, we've got a little bit more to, to play with over here and work with. And, and so, you know, the connections that, um, that I have with recruiting, um, I wasn't necessarily always able to use when I was at, at uh, Neosho just due to scholarship restrictions and things like that. So now we're able to kind of go out there and get that high major guy and bring him in. So we'll, we'll be in the mix of things with, without a doubt. Alrighty, Coach. I know I'm not the first one to do so, but thank, or welcome to the Hill. Thank you. Uh, looking forward to seeing things next year. Of course, I won't be here. I'll be up in Kearney, but I'll be I'll be watching from the dorm room a yep. lot. You'll so. have, have to come down some. <laughs> I, I will. Don't worry. Thank you again for joining yep. us, Coach, and thanks for listening in, ladies and gentlemen, to the Barton Community College Cougar Clockcast.